from the WIA News Hub in Queensland and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed by VK1 WIA. It was the week before Christmas and all through the shack. Hi there, I'm Graham VK4BB. It is the week before Christmas. This is the National News for week commencing December 20. Summerland Club in Lismore have found out that their grant, which we mentioned last week, actually is exactly $4,889, which is what the club put in for in their application. The mail advice and deposit to Summerland's account has not been received yet. However, all good things come to those who wait, or so it said, so watch this space. Australia introduces web filters and some internet users are deeply opposed to web censorship. Yes, the filter laws will be introduced in Parliament in August and will take a year to implement. Although a noble attempt at cleaning up the web, let's hope this doesn't lead to the old ham radio packet police days when even this news would be stopped or held up at various sites routes around VK. On the anniversary of Victoria's Black Saturday bushfires, the Yarra Valley Amateur Radio Group will be setting up a field station, VI3KIAH. This at King Lake, one of the worst affected areas in the bushfire. Jim Linton, VK3PC, picks up the story. This commemorative call sign has the suffix K-I-A-H or Kia, an Aboriginal word meaning beautiful place or from a beautiful place. The purpose of the amateur radio activity is to acknowledge the efforts of all who fought or were involved in the Black Saturday fires on the 7th of February this year and the services provided by radio amateurs. The first 173 contacts with VI3KIAH will qualify for a From the Black QSL card. The significance of 173 is that is the number of people who died in the disaster. On Sunday the 7th of February, VI3KIAH will be in the Frank Thompson Reserve King Lake 2pm to 8pm local time, operating both VHF and HF from the club's new emergency communications caravan that has replaced the vehicle destroyed by fire at Hillsville. The Yarra Valley Amateur Radio Group invites those who were involved in the Black Saturday disaster and others to visit the station at King Lake and to listen out for it on air. Well done to the group for this planning of this respectful commemorative activity to occur on a day when all Victorians are asked to pause for a minute's silence for the first anniversary of the Black Saturday bushfire disaster. I'm Jim Linton, VK3PC, and you're listening to VK1WIA. Counting down to our centenary, we are the Wireless Institute of Australia, the world's oldest amateur radio society. This is Michael Owen, VK3KI, and this is the last broadcast before Christmas. First, let me tell you of the arrangements this year for the WIA office. The WIA office will close on Wednesday, 23rd of December 2009, and reopen on Monday, 18th of January 2010. During that time, no examinations will be processed, nor books orders dispatched. Book orders placed after Monday, 21 December, are unlikely to be dispatched before the office reopens in January. Orders for exam packs received before the 23rd of December will be dispatched before Christmas. Any urgent matters should be raised in the first instance by email to secretary at wia.org.au. Next, as we look back on 2009, it has been a very busy year 
and the board would like to thank all those who did so much for amateur radio during the year. With our examination system, all the trainers and all the assessors and learning facilitators, those who contributed to the broadcast, the publications committee and those who contributed to the magazine, amateur radio and the call book, to those who conducted the contests and awards, to the many who responded to our requests for opinions, to those who handle the QSLs, to so many who contribute to our interest in so many ways, to our staff and to the volunteers who help them, we say a sincere thank you. As this year ends, we look forward to a very special year in 2010, the centenary of organised amateur radio in Australia and the centenary of the WIA. And to all of you who have supported the WIA by your membership, we say thank you and I wish you all the best for the festive season and the new year. To those of you who are not members of the WIA or who, are, or who have allowed your membership to lapse, please consider joining or rejoining the WIA and supporting the voice of amateur radio in Australia. To everyone, may I, on behalf of the directors, the secretary and the treasurer, and for myself, wish you all a very happy Christmas. Hams across Australia, I'm Richard, VK2SKY. VK2, Sark Barbecue Sunday. On the last Sunday before Christmas, Summerland Amateur Radio Club will have a barbecue. No particular reason, just for the sake of it. At the club rooms, lunchtime onwards. Bring some other stuff if you wish. So get along, make it a good wrap for 2009. A centenary dinner will be held at the Wyong Bowling Club Saturday, 27th of February 2010, commencing at 1800 hours. This will be a great opportunity to catch up with old friends on the evening before Wyong's big centenary field day. A two-course buffet dinner is being provided at $25. Bookings essential to Brian VK2WBK. Central Coast Amateur Radio Club will be conducting the Centenary Field Day at Wyong Racecourse on Sunday the 28th of February, commencing at 0900 hours. Most major retailers and wholesalers will be present with the usual flea market and other events occurring. Plenty of things to interest the amateur radio enthusiast and their families. VK3, here is an update on the Centre Victoria Radio Fest number 3. All of the elements that make up the biggest amateur radio event in Victoria are coming together nicely. The following traders are confirmed. Strictly Ham, Vertex Standard Australia, GNC Communications, PK Loops, TTS Systems, Hamac Electrical Industries and NBS Antennas and Masts. The popular Club Corner Precinct has the centenary celebrating WIA and eager to be a part of it too is Australia's newest radio group, the Maston Rangers Amateur Radio. Also, there'll be the CW Operators QRP Club, Historical Radio Society of Australia and the Royal Australian Corps of Signals Museum. More space is available for clubs wanting to mount a display or use it as an opportunity to recruit new members. The mini lecture program has presentations on amateur radio heritage, the end of amateur radio in the digital age, the VK9NA VHF UHF microwave de-expedition, and amateur radio goes to school. For more details, including information about second-hand table and car boot sales bookings, check out the website radiofest.amateurradio.com.au. A team of Amateur Radio Victoria and Central Goldfields Amateur Radio Club volunteers are ready to make it happen.
See you at the Centre Victoria Radio Fest, Carlton Race Course, Sunday the 14th of February. I'm Bruce Lees, VK3 Triple F, and you're listening to VK1 WIA. Thanks, Bruce. VK3 Triple F from VK3 to VK4, and we pick up with Neil on an activity planned early in the new year. Hi to all. I'm Neil, VK4 and F, representing the Bunyan Mountains and District Amcom Incorporated, formerly Dobbin District ARC. We have a date claimer, Saturday the 30th of January 2010. We are holding a ham and wine ham fest in the McLagan Hall in downtown McLagan from 0900 to 1600 hours on this day. So we invite you to come to a ham fest towards the west and join in the fun. Table bookings are just $10 each and stall holders will be allowed in after 0700 hours to set up. For more information or to receive a flyer with the details, please send an email to myself at homesy at bigpond.com. That's H-O-L-M-Z-I-E at bigpond.com. Or ricky, V-K-4-N-R-L, at ricklamas at optusnet.com.au. That's R-I-C-K-L-A-M-M-A-S at optusnet.com.au. Be there or be square. We would love to see you there. The proceeds from the day will be put towards the badly needed upgrade of our repeater site on the Bunya Mountains. So put the date in your diaries now, Saturday the 30th of January 2010. Remember, it is towards the west and not way out west, being about a 50-minute drive northwest of Toowoomba. Regards to all, and as Graham would say, walk softly. Sounds a good event, Neil. And finally, in around VK today, it's to our west. Yes, in VK6, the Hills Amateur Radio Group, at 2pm on February the 27th, are holding a Hamfest gathering. The venue is the HARG Club Rooms on the corner of Sanderson and Brady Roads, Les Murdy. Seller set up from 12 p.m., buyers admitted from 2 p.m. To reserve a $5 table, call Marty Martin on 0447-382-963. That's it for me. I'm Richard VK2SKY, wishing everybody a happy Christmas and a great new year. Back to you, Graham. Thanks, Richard. Now, Gordon, VK4VP, will join us soon with some educational news, but I'll just sneak this one in here for Robert, VK3DN. Melbourne's Eastern and Mountain District Radio Club are again running their special Christmas Foundation training course, the course to be held Tuesday the 29th of December in the newly renovated EMDRC Club Rooms, Burwood. Contact Robert Broomhead, VK3DN, by email, vk3dn at wia.org.au, or by telephoning him 0403-066-686. That's for the special Foundation course, Tuesday the 29th at EMDRC. From the WIA News Hub in Queensland and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed by VK1 WIA. Home of the good guys, I'm Ray, VK4ZW. Special recognition for two amateurs. South African Radio League councillor Francois Botha, ZS6BUU, has presented Alastair Campbell, ZS5MU, with a framed certificate recognising the support he and his wife Davina have been giving the yachting fraternity for the past 30 years. The citation reads, Special recognition to Alastair Campbell, ZS5MU, who, supported by Davina, ZS5GC, has operated the South African Maritime Mobile Net, serving the yachting community at sea for 30 years. Croft Taylor, V3CT, appointed to Canadian Amateur Radio Hall of Fame. The Board of Trustees of the Canadian Amateur Radio Hall of Fame has appointed Croft Taylor, VE3CT, of Ontario, to the Hall of Fame for 2009. Croft will receive his award at a presentation to be held in Ottawa later in the spring, at which time a summary of his contributions will be published. Details will also be included in the Radio Amateurs of Canada website. 
Appointments to the Canadian Hall of Fame are made to recognise a radio amateur for outstanding achievement for sustained service to amateur radio in Canada or amateur radio at large. Education, Youth and Advancement of Amateur Radio. I'm Gordon, VK4, VP. Lismore Region Standard Licence and Regs Course and Exam. Proposed dates for the next Standard Licence course are 27 to 28th of February, Theory Weekend, 6th and 7th of March, Theory and Exam, 13th and 14th of March, Regs and Exam. Contact Duncan, VK2 DLR, on 02 6628 1337. TARC WIA Exams Information. Exam sessions in the North Queensland region are held on demand with WIA assessors and assessment packs available for all three levels of licensing. Contact the TARC Incorporated WIA Exams Regional Coordinator, Roger, VK4CD, on mobile 0417 638 366 to have a mutually suitable date and WIA assessors assigned to your assessment. Further information is also available at the TARC website tark.org.au Foundation Licence Assessment Results Congratulations to Ursula Roos, Graham Anderson, both of Burnie, and Andrew Kirkpatrick of Devonport for accomplishing passes at the Theory, Regulations and Practical Assessments held at Ulverstone. Shortwave listeners and scanner fanatics in the northwest area of VK7 interested in becoming an amateur or require more information about the hobby or training sessions, please Google the Northwest Tasmania Amateur Television Group. ZL3 Radio Buildathon. The third ZL3 Radio Buildathon will be held on Saturday, January 30th in Christchurch, and hams there will build a ZL3 Pixie Twins kit. Youngsters and budding hams 8 to 80 are being made most welcome. There's a kit for them too. After building their fun 80 meter QRP CW transceiver, they can enter two competitions. One is for the best DX CW contact within New Zealand using a ZL3 Pixie Twin. The other is for the funniest housed unit. This one is aimed at letting their imagination run wild. A superb 40 meter QRP CW transceiver from smallwonderlabs.com USA will be awarded to each of the winners. This has been Gordon, VK4VP. International news with thanks to RSGB, Southgate Amateur Radio Club, the ARRL, Amateur Radio Newsline, NZART, and the worldwide sources of the WIA. I'm Cole, VK4CC. Students and teachers invited to fly a file on RSSAT-1. Next year, an amateur radio satellite will once again be hand-launched from the International Space Station. It will be called RSSAT-1. RSSAT-1 will again transmit messages recorded by students. Moreover, Teachers and students are invited to fly a file aboard this amateur radio satellite. The RSAT-1 team wishes to include on their new satellite a memory stick of files prepared by students. This should be a JPG or PDF of things the student has prepared, such as a paper or a study done on a science, technology, engineering or math topic, a drawing of spacecraft or a schematic, a photo of the class doing a hands-on activity, that type of thing. Having the student's work be a part of RSAT-1 means the student is a part of the satellite project and along for the spacewalk and deployment of RSAT-1. Radio amateurs in Bahrain gain new frequencies. Reports on Southgate say the Daily DX is reporting that radio amateurs in Bahrain can now operate on 6 metres.
The report also adds that they can now operate on additional frequencies on the 136 kHz, 1.8 MHz, 7 MHz, 430 MHz and higher bands. However, they cannot operate on these newly allocated frequencies until their licenses are amended. Pegasus High Altitude Balloon Project Monday, December 14 saw the launch of Pegasus High Altitude Balloon HAB, from Cambridge in the UK. Because of restrictions imposed by the UK amateur radio licence, it was not possible to use an amateur transmitter on the balloon, so instead a GSM cell phone was fitted, along with a licence-exempt 434.075 MHz 10mW transmitter running 50-board RTTY. The GSM phone doesn't work above about 3,000 feet, however, it is extremely reliable once the payload has landed, while the license-exempt transmitter allows the payload to be tracked throughout its flight. IARU says to get ready for WRC-12. The next World Radio Communications Conference takes place in January of 2012, and ham radio is making ready to face any challenges that it might bring to the service. We pick up this feed from Amateur Radio Newsline. The International Amateur Radio Union Secretary is Ron Stafford, W6ROD. He says that every IARU member society capable of doing so should take the initiative to be in contact with their own telecommunications administration and let it be known what the union's position is on the agenda items that influence the amateur radio service. The most significant of these so far are the implementation of the radio location service in the range 30 to 300 megahertz, the possible allocations in the range 3 to 50 megahertz to the radio location service for oceanographic radar applications, and the effect of emissions from short-range devices. Also likely to be discussed is a ham radio allocation of about 15 kilohertz in parts of the band from 415 to 526.5 kilohertz, this on a secondary basis and taking into account the need to protect existing services. Hams in India have received government permission to permanently operate on 30 meters on a secondary basis, though not all details of the new allocations are known yet. India's hams had previously been granted experimental access to 30 meters for a one-month period between August 31st and September 30th of 2007. At that time, A1A and J3E modes with 100 watts maximum were allowed between 10.1 and 10.150 megahertz. VU2GMN has been in contact with the authorities in Delhi. He says that he's trying to clarify if SSB will be included in the permanent allocation. Australia is believed to be the only major country allowing single sideband on 10 megahertz for amateur radio use in ITU Region 3. A famed Morse key manufacturer is changing hands. Our CW man, Frank Haas, KB4T, has the details. Vibroplex will have a new owner, effective December 21st, 2009. Scott Robbins, W4PA of Knoxville, Tennessee, has agreed to buy Amateur Radio's oldest manufacturer from present owner Mitch Mitchell of Mobile, Alabama, who recently decided to retire. In a report detailed at ARRL.org, Robbins says he will leave his post as Amateur Radio Product Manager at Tentech in mid-December to take over and relocate Vibroplex. Those stories from the Amateur Radio Newsline. You're tuned to the WIA National News Service across Australia. I'm Bill Pasternak, WA6ITF. From the WIA News Hub in Queensland and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed by VK1WIA. Operational News, I'm Felix, VK4FUQ. 
Special Events and On-Air Contest Column, Dateline 2010. February 27 and 28, Jock White Memorial Field Day Contest. March 13 and 14, RSGB Commonwealth Contest, BEIU. March 20 and 21, John Moyle Field Day. And please note the Moyle date. It is March 20 and 21. Special event calls Beacon, DX and Nedvice. The final couple of weeks to work these as they close ops December 31. VP9 400 stroke home call. 400th anniversary of Bermuda. VR2009 EAG, the 50 station games, Hong Kong. YL90AIR, 90 years of Latvian Air Force. VK4RTL, 6 meter beacon testing on new frequency. The TARC Inc. is currently testing the VK4RTL Mount Stewart 6 meter beacon out on its new proposed frequency of 50.282 MHz to ensure electromagnetic compatibility with all the other services at the very crowded Mount Stewart site. Project leader Dr. Lloyd, VK4FP, is also after reception reports. Lloyd.baker at internode.on.net. Now to the west and use on an activation of IOTA OC211. G'day, I'm Wally, VK6YS. And this is a short note from the West Oz DX group to advise any IOTA Island chasers, and other interested parties of course, let you know that the group will be activating Oscar Charlie 211 from Pigeon Island in the Wallaby group of Hootman's Abrolis off the coast of Geraldton over the New Year weekend. Nigel, VK6NI, Bruce, KD6WW, and myself, VK6YLS, will be operating from Thursday the 31st around about 0400 UTC through to Monday the 4th of January around about 0200 UTC, and we hope to have up to three stations on air, propagation permitting of course, and will be active from 40 through to 10 metres. We're also going to be listening on 6 metres just in case. This is our 8th Western Australian IOTA activation, and details of this and others we have activated can be seen on our webpage, www.westosdx.net, that's Whiskey Echo Sierra Tango Oscar Zulu Delta X-ray.net, and which we should be able to update with pictures and information live this time from Ubrolis. We've been told we should have wireless coverage, with an external gain antenna of course, and we believe. Looking forward to working lots of VKs. Cheers from the West. Thanks there, Wally. Now, last week I made mention of Logbook of the World, which drew a query from one new member of our community as to what LOTW was. Well, the LOTW system is a repository of log records submitted by amateurs from around the world. When both participants in a QSO submit matching QSO records to LOTW, the result is a QSL that can be used for ARRL award credit. While US amateurs do not need to be members of the ARRL to use LOTW, only members can use LOTW to apply for ARRL awards such as DXCC and Worked All States, WAS. Some awards, like the Triple Play Award, only use LOTW credits instead of traditional QSL cards. Foreign amateurs do not need to be ARRL members to apply for ARRL awards. 61st International DX Convention The 61st Annual International DX Convention, sponsored by the Southern California DX Club, will be held in April next year and pre-registration began December the 1st. The International DX Convention is the world's foremost DX Convention. Stop by the website for more details at dxconvention.org. Awards New HF Learning Award from QCWA Chapter 119 In an effort to encourage newer amateur radio operators to enter into the mainstream of HF amateur radio, the Chapter 119 of the Quarter Century Wireless Association has introduced the Worked All 10 US Call Areas Award. According to the announcement, this award provides an achievement goal for the new operator, or any operator beginning to explore the HF bands. Because New Hampshire entry-level licenses have limited access to the amateur radio bands on 160 through 10 metres, the award is unique in that it contains provisions to permit HF operation under the guidance of a mentor, or ELMA, who can, if necessary, act as a control operator. 
The sponsors say that becoming involved in HF operations will assist the new amateur operator to gain operating skills and to earn a higher classes of license with his or her own increased operating privileges. Full details and a sample of the award can be found online at the Chapter 119 webpage. For VK1 WIA National News, I'm Felix, VK4 FUQ Inningham. Media Watch, and just a reminder that news doesn't sleep and this WIA National News will continue to be produced each and every week over the festive season. Some rebroadcasters may take time off, so if the news does not appear on your favourite spot on the dial, have a scan around or pick up the MP3 audio from wia.org.au. In VK2, VK2WI will be there with morning-only sessions for the next three weeks at 10am. The broadcast will start, as usual, with this VK1WIA National News, followed at 10.30 with their local VK2WI News. During this holiday period, the local VK2WI News will include additional segments usually only heard in their evening sessions, being the full IPS report, the DX News, together with some technical stories from the files of the Currajong Radio Museum. And finally in Media Watch, this note in from Winston in VK7, when he sent in his number of check-ins to VK7RMD, on the Tuesday night, 9pm, he says, Good tropo opening across Bass Strait, some 16 stations, instead of the usual 10 or 11 checking in. Good morning, this is Robert, VK3DN, with this week's Worldwide Special Interest Group News. Worldwide Special Interest Group's ATV, Mysteries SWR Exposed. A new video explaining the mysteries of SWR is now available on YouTube. And the YouTube description says an explanation of SWR used in amateur radio. Very important for antenna systems and getting the best performance from your station. And another YouTube video shows the setting up of an antenna for 144 MHz moonbounds. And the YouTube description for that video says ham radio EME antenna 144 MHz. Position of the antenna took a total of 10 minutes with one person at the first attempt. You can watch both these videos via the links provided in the text edition of this news service. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier, Oscar 11 makes another appearance. Clive, G3CWV, provided an update on the 25-year-old amateur radio satellite Oscar 11 or UO11 via the Southgate Amateur Radio website through the week. And he asks people to listen out for it on 145.826 MHz FM over the period of December the 22nd to January the 1st. On the AMSAT bulletin board he writes, Please send reception reports to g3cwv at amsat.org. AMSAT China says XW1 has been launched. China's first ever amateur radio satellite, XW1, is now in space. And AMSAT China reports it was launched around 0230 UTC on December the 15th, 2009. The beacon was received in Sanya just after the launch. XW-1 was a secondary payload aboard a CZ-4C rocket launched into a sun-synchronous orbit about 1,200 kilometres high. The primary payload for this launch is the Yayogan 8 remote sensing satellite. Worldwide Special Interest Group's QRP. 500 kilohertz, 1 milliwatt QRP gets to Norway. Roger G3XBM in Cambridge runs just 1 milliwatt ERP on 500 kilohertz using WSPR. Any signal has now been received in Norway by LA9BEA. That's 836 kilometres away. On his blog, Roger writes.
Friday night, December the 11th, a couple of LA stations were listening on 500kHz WSPR. Neither had heard my 1 milliwatt QRP signal by 2300 Zulu, so I left the station running through the night. At 0418 Zulus, that's Saturday, December the 12th, LA9BEA heard my signal, NEG28DB, and he's in JO29 Square, that's some 836 kilometres to the northeast of me. This is now my 8th country and 49th station to log me on the band. On the GQRP list, he comments, I can't begin to explain how much fun this ultra-simple approach to 500kHz has been. Simple, small antenna and a tiny ferrite rod ATU and a small and simple transverter. So if anyone's interested, there's a photo of the latest version of his QRP 500kHz transverter with a schematic on his website. Again, the details are provided in the text edition of this new service. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Radio Scouting. Tunisia Special Event Station. The Radio Club Station of Tunisian Scout Station 3V8ST will commemorate their 10th anniversary by activating a Special Event Station 3V10A from the headquarters of the Tunisian Scouts in Tunis, Marajans. And this operation will last until December the 31st. QSL to the Amateur Radio Club of Tunis. Well, that's all I have for you this week. This has been Robert VK3DN reporting from Melbourne. Thanks, Robert. I'm Graham VK4BB. I'd like to wish you all a Merry Christmas from all the news team and all the rebroadcasters right across the globe. We'll do it all again next week, that is, a couple of days after Christmas. Until then, walk softly and have a really great Christmas. We've reported, you decide.